Om Sam Saraswati Namaha Namaste. Namaste everyone. On page 43 we're going to begin the worship of Ganesh. Uh, it's the Ganesh Puja. And we begin with the Ganesh Gayatri. And remember Ganesh is the Ishwara, the Ish of the Gona. And the Gana means the multitude, and the Gana means the manifestations of wisdom. So the multitude of the manifestations of wisdom, that's Shiva gone. And so Ganesh is the Lord of wisdom, and he's the Lord of the multitudes. Om, we meditate upon that perfect consciousness. Contemplate the one with a broken tooth. May that one with a great tusk Grant us increase oh, with these scented flowers. Oh, we bow to the Lord of wisdom, Lord of the multitudes. Oh, Ganesh, the Lord of wisdom is short of stout body with the face of the king of elephants and a big belly and is extremely beautiful from whom pours forth an ethereal fluid, the sweet fragrance of which has captivated with love the bees who are swarming around his cheeks. There's just so much sweetness emanating from him. The bees are gathering around and buzzing to gather the honey. With the blows of his tusks, he pierces all enemies, and he is beautified by red vermilion. He's red from head to toe, a well-read deity. <laughs> we bow with praise to the son of the daughter of the mountains. The daughter of the mountains is Parvati. The son of the daughter of the mountains is Ganesh. <laughs> we bow with praise to the son of the daughter of the, of the Himalayas, of the mountains, Parvati, the daughter of the Himalayas, the Lord of the multitudes, the giver of perfection of all desires. Oh, we bow to Ganesh, the Lord of wisdom, Lord of the multitudes. And oh, Ongam in the thumb I bow. Ongim in the forefinger I am one with God. Ongum the middle finger, purify, om, gling in the ring finger, cut the ego, om, gong in the little finger, the ultimate purity, and roll hands over hands, forwards and backwards, and clap with the astraya fat with the weapon of virtue. Om, gam, roll hand over hand, front and back, and clap with the weapon of virtue. Great philosophers seldom disagree. Om Gam Ganesh all we bow to Ganesh, the Lord of Wisdom, Lord of the Multitudes. And with our Tatwa Mudra, we're going to touch the heart of Gam in the heart I bow. Om Gim on the top of the head, I am one with God. Om Gum on the back of the head, purify. Om Game crossing both arms, cut the ego. Om Gong Nitra Shat in the three eyes, the ultimate purity. Everywhere, every way we see. Roll hand over hand, front and back, and clap with the weapon of virtue. Oh, we bow to Ganesh, the Lord of wisdom, Lord of the multitudes. 
He has a beautiful face with only one tooth or tusk of red color with elephant ears, with a big belly and a great tooth. He destroys all obstacles. He is the remover of obstacles. Now, some people say that Sonny cut his tooth. Others say Purusharam cut his tooth. It doesn't matter. He's got one tooth, and he looks really beautiful with his big fat belly. Nobody complains to him. With a gray banner, the living spirit of the multitudes having the moon on his forehead with an elephant's face, whoever will recite or listen to these twelve names at the time of Bidyarambe, at commencing studies, getting married, upon entering or leaving any place on a battlefield of war, or in any difficulty, will overcome all obstacles. Wearing a white cloth, the god has the color of the moon and four arms. That most pleasing countenance is meditated upon, who gives peace to all difficulties. Every time we're confronted with a difficulty, we just feel peace. For gaining the desired objective or for the attainment of perfection, he is worshipped by the forces of union and the forces of division alike. He takes away all difficulties and therefore we bow down in reverence to the Lord of the multitudes. Oh, I bow to the Lord of wisdom, Lord of the multitudes. Now we're going to recite the, the Ganesha Tharvashirsham, the highest meaning of Ganesh. Oh, my bound to Ganapati, he is the Pati of the Gana, the Lord the multitudes are the Lord of Wisdom. You alone are the perceivable form of that thou art. Tattvamasi, you are the, the form. The Tattvamasi that I can see. You alone are the creator. You alone are the supporter. You alone are the dissolver. You alone are the entire unity of God. You are the trilogy, the, tri the trinity. You are the date trial, the three forms. You are the supreme divinity. You are the actual eternal soul. Sakshat Atma Asi. Sakshat the actual. Atma, the soul. Asi, you are. I speak truth, I speak truth, protect me, protect my speech, protect my hearing, protect my giving, protect my supporting, protect my learning, protect my disciples, protect me from behind, protect me from the front, protect me from the north, protect me from the south, protect me from above, protect me from below. Hey, would you please protect me? Protect me from all around, on every side, equally. You are the manifestation of sound, the manifestation of consciousness, the manifestation of bliss, the manifestation of supreme divinity. You are truth, consciousness, and bliss beyond duality. You are the perceivable Brahma, 
the supreme divinity. You are the manifestation of wisdom and knowledge. All this perceivable universe is brought forth from you. All this perceivable universe has its existence in you. All this perceivable universe will dissolve its existence in you. All of this perceivable universe will return to you. I bow to you as the earth, water, fire, and wind. I can't bow to you in the form of ether because ether is the space between the elements that allows them to move. So I can only know the ether by the existence of the earth, fire, and water, and wind. I can't perceive the ether. So you are the meeting place of the syllables of speech. Where, where the syllables join, that's where you are. You are beyond the three qualities. You are beyond the three bodies, the gross body, the causal body, the subtle body, and the causal body. You are beyond the three times, past, present, and future. You reside eternally in the Muladhara Chakra. You are the soul of the three energies. Yogis continually meditate upon you. You are Brahma, Vishnu, Rudra, Indra, Agnis, Vayu, Surya, Chandrama, the unknowable divinity who pervades the three worlds and beyond. These are the instructions for the full correct pronunciation of the letters of the Ganesh mantras of that supreme soul, literally that which is uninterrupted, which is Ananta, Anantaram. Anaswar comes last. The sound of an atom, Anuswar. The sound of an atom. The half moon, Ardendu, Ardendu, in the half moon, the Um plays. With the Tara, Om, which it checks or it strains. If you didn't have a Chandra Bindu on top of the Tara, on top of the Om, it would never end. <laughs> so you have to put the uh, Chandra Bindu on the top of the Tara so that you can have a definition to Om. And this is the intrinsic na nature of the manifestations of mind. The mind is the playful nature of Om. Playing with the sound of an atom. In the beginning is the letter Gama. In the middle is the letter A. And Anuswar is the form at the M. Ongam. Bindu is the form above. The subtle sound is joined together. According to the rules of the union of letters in literature, that's the Samhita Sandhi. The Sandhi, the Joinya Yukta, the union of the letters in literature. And this is the knowledge of the mantra of Gornish. Om Gam. Ganak is the Rishi. 
Richard Gayatri is the rhythm. Ganapati is the devata. Om Ganapati Namaha. Om my bow to Ganapati. We know he with one tooth meditate upon he with the bent tusk. May he of the special tooth grant us increase. He has one tooth and four arms, four hands. He holds a net, a goat, an elephant's tusk, and the mudra which grants spoons, bearing a banner upon which is the emblem of a mouse. So he reconciles all the opposites, that big fat elephant riding on that little tiny mouse. He just reconciles all the opposites. Uh, his body is red, his belly big, his ears are like great fans, and his clothing is red. His body is covered with red anguins, and he is worshipped with red flowers. He is the God who is gracious to devotees and the primary cause of perceivable existence. His presence was manifest before creation. He is both beyond Purush and Prakriti. And whoever continually meditates in this way is blessed. He becomes the yogi of all yogis. I bow to the Lord of all vows, to the Lord of the multitudes, to the Lord who is foremost. I bow to the Lord with a big belly, with one tooth, who removes all obstacles, to the son of Siva, to the divine one who grants boons. Who studies this highest meaning, this Atharvashirsha, conceives himself to be, or herself, to be one with God. No obstacle can bind him. His loving intellect reflects the happiness of heaven. He removes the five great kinds of sin. He who can contemplates this knowledge in the night is freed from sins committed in the day. Who contemplates this knowledge in the day is freed from sins committed in the night. Who contemplates this knowledge in the night and in the day is freed from all sins. Do you have any time left? <laughs> So busy contemplating the great knowledge, you don't have time to sin. Who always contemplates this knowledge is freed from all obstacles, and he knows dharma, artha, kama, moksha, the way of truth and harmony, the necessities or the resources necessary to maintain that ideal, the purification of all desires and moksha, liberation, otherwise known as self-realization. We get to know what that means. This highest meaning should not be given to one who is not a disciple. All of you are, so we're okay there. Nor to one who is ignorant. Such giving is a sin from which extreme bad fortune arises. Whoever des wherever desires are contemplated, immediately they will be fulfilled. Gani Ganapati will make him without fault. Nirdosh. You have no faults. He will become one with knowledge and vibrations. If he will recite at the fourth time of prayer, he will become full of knowledge. That's what they always told me. You're full of it, Swami. This is the word of Atharvan, that's the name of Shiva. Uh, he, will only he will know only divine behavior, etc., and will never act contrarily. 
Whoever offers sprouts of durva grass becomes elevated in the universe. Whoever offers flattened rice, chippy duck, mm, mm, fried with hing in olive oil with a little bit of chili powder and green chili soaked in lemon juice. Whoever offers flattened rice becomes a repository of fame and welfare. There's hope for me yet and becomes filled with a loving intellect. That I do. Yeah, I know you do. You get to eat the chippy duck every day. Mm. Whoever offers a thousand sweets attains his desired objective. That's how I got the lumbodar in the first place. Uh, whoever offers the worship with, with, with truth attains all. Attains all. And with truth means with sincerity with knowledge and understanding, without duplicity, without ulterior motives, with, with truth, with fully present, that your only motivation is to love God. And they attain all. They get the fruit of the chippy tuck, they get the fruit <laughs> of the green chilies, they get a little black pepper on top of it, Mm. Whoever offers to eight Brahmins for their acceptance becomes an offeror of the light of wisdom. At the time of the solar eclipse, on the banks of great rivers, if one recites, he becomes perfect in mantras. Great obstacles are removed. Great faults are removed. He becomes a knower of all. He becomes a knower of all. And this is the wisdom. This is the Upanishad. Oh, may the Lord protect us. May the Lord grant us enjoyment of all actions. May we be granted strength to work together. May our studies be thorough and faithful. May all disagreements cease. Now we're going to recite 108 names of Ganesh, which are indicative of 108 attributes, qualities, special characteristics which he exhibits all the time. Om oh, we bow to he who is the remover of all obstacles. Om oh, we bow to he who is the king of difficulties. He rules over them, chases them away when we, he, he's pleased with our worship. Om oh, we bow to he who is the son of she who is rays of light. He's Goriputra. Om oh, we bow to he who is the lord of wisdom, lord of the multitudes. Om oh, we bow to he who came before Kartikeya and other scriptures say Kartik came first. Om we bow to, but he he came before Kartikeya. Uh, remember that Shiva and Parvati said you both uh, circumambulate the earth and uh, we'll see who's the fastest to return. And Kartikeya jumped on his swan, on his peacock and started flying around the earth. Uh, Ganesh waited till Kartik was gone and then walked around Shiva and Parvati three times and he came before Kartikeya. He said, I I did something better than circumambulating the earth. I circumambulated my parents. I showed respect to my parents. That's even greater than going around the world. Oh, we bow to he who is the unchangeable one. Oh, we bow to he who is the sun, the S-O-N. 
Oh, we bow to he who has ability. Oh, we bow to he who resides in the now. Oh, we bow to he who is the beloved of the twice-born, born once from the womb of mother and once from the womb of wisdom. Oh, we bow to he who pierces the womb of fire. Oh, we bow to he upon whom Indra bestows the highest respect. Sometimes. Oh, we bow to he who gives all sound. Oh, we bow to he who is the unchangeable one. Oh, we bow to he who bestows all attainments of perfection. Oh, we bow to he whose entire body is completely reborn. Oh, we bow to he who is the beloved by, who was beloved by the starlit night. She loves him. Om, we bow to he who is the intrinsic nature of all. Om, we bow to he who conducts creation. Om, we bow to he who is the shining one, the God. The illuminated being, Dave from deep to shine. Oh, we bow to he who gives many offerings. Oh, we bow to he who is the consciousness of infinite goodness. Oh, we bow to he who is pure. Oh, we bow to he who is the beloved of intelligence. Oh, we bow to he who is peace. Oh, we bow to he who moves in consciousness or with consciousness. It's locative. It could be on or above, below, near, with in consciousness. Oh, we bow to he who has the face of an elephant. Oh, we bow to he who has two mothers. Oh, we bow to he whose practice is sung by Moonies. Oh, we bow to he who's de who destroys all obstacles for devotees. Oh, we bow to he who has one tooth. Oh, we bow to he who has four arms. Oh, we bow to he who is the four. Oh, we bow to he who is united with energy. Oh, we bow to he who has a big belly. Oh, we bow to he whose ears are like a winnowing fan. Oh, we bow to he who takes away. Oh, we bow to he who is the ambassador of consciousness. Oh, we bow to he who is time. Oh, we bow to he who is the lord of the cosmos. Oh, we bow to he who is the embodiment of desire. Oh, we bow to he whose three eyes are the moon, the sun, and the fire. Oh, we bow to he who holds the net and the curved sword. Oh, we bow to he who gets angry with all the stupid devotees who do things their own way and don't listen to their guru. Oh, we bow to he who is beyond quality. Oh, we bow to he who is spotless and pure. Oh, we bow to he who is spotless without sin. Oh, we bow to he who himself is perfect. Oh, we bow to he whose arms and legs are worshipped by Siddhas, the attained beings. Oh, we bow to he whose energy transforms a seed into a fully ripened fruit. Oh, we bow to he whose energy transforms a seed into a fully ripened fruit. Again. Oh, we bow to he who gives boons. That's the correct name. Borodaya, who, give bows, who gives boons. Kritine. Uh, oh, we bow to he who performs karma. That's correct. Shashwat. Oh, oh, we bow to... Uh, uh, number 52 should read, We bow to he who is indivisible. Uh, who is uh, uh, ever continuing.
Uh, oh, uh, uh, 53, Krithine, who bow, we bow to he who performs karma. 54, we bow to he who is the beloved of the twice born. Om, we bow to he who is free from fear. Om, we bow to he who holds the club. Om, we bow to he who holds the disticus. Om, we bow to he who bends the bow of sugar cane. Watch out. Ganesh is going to shoot you with his sweetness. Oh, we bow to he who gives the highest respect. Oh, we bow to he who is unborn. Oh, we bow to he who is the maker of flowers. Oh, we bow to he who is the lord of the highest respect. Oh, we bow to he who is the recipient of all songs. Oh, we bow to he who distinguishes different communities. Oh, we bow to he whose hair is matted. Oh, we bow to he who is the destroyer of the darkness of Kali, the age of darkness. Om we bow to he who wears the moon as a gem in his crown. Om we bow to he who is beautiful. Om we bow to he who takes away sin. Om we bow to he who unites all. Om we bow to he upon whom all are dependent. Om we bow to he who causes the ultimate prosperity. Om, and there could also be the ultimate respect. Om, we bow to he who is beautiful. Om, we bow to he who gives certainty to devotees. Om, we bow to he who is peace. Om, we bow to he who gives unlimited comfort. Om, we bow to he who divides the infinite existence, consciousness, and bliss. Om, we bow to he who is the wise one. Om, we bow to he who gives compassion. Om, we bow to he who has great teeth. Oh, we bow to he who prohibits the hatred of supreme divinity. Oh, we bow to he who gives excessive fear to the forces of duality. Oh, we bow to he who has a beautiful throat. It could also be whose throat is, sings of respect or a respectful song. Huh? Huh? Om we bow to he who is the all-pervading Lord. Om we bow to he who offers with delight. Om we bow to he who is worshipped. Om we bow to he who gives the sacred thread to the king of the city. Om we bow to he who has a great throat. And om we bow to he who does himself. I beg your pardon. What does he do to himself? He does. Swayam Kartre, he's the doer himself. He does it all himself. He himself is the doer. Oh, we bow to he who loves songs. Oh, we bow to he who is beyond. Oh, we bow to he who has a great snout. Oh, we bow to he who is the foremost. Oh, we bow to he who is constant. Oh, we bow to he who is the perceiver of all vibrations. Oh, we bow to he who is the giver of all attainments. Oh, we bow to he who loves durva grass and build the leaves. Oh, we bow to he who is indistinguishable. He is the infinite image. Oh, we bow to he who is the incredible. 
terrible image. Only about a he whose excellent thoughts are playing with the mountain king. That's Lord Sheba. Only about a he whose own charm extends the distribution of pure desire. His own charming behavior expands and extends the distribution of purity and clarity. Your desire to be one with God. Only about a he who supports all the worlds. Only about a he who measures. Only about a he who rides on a mouse. Only about a he who is thrilled with joy. Only about a he who is satisfied. Who said I can't get no satisfaction? He's satisfied. Only about a he whose soul is delighted. Only about a he who is the bestower of all attainments of perfection. And that is the end. Om Namah. Itty. We bow to the end. With a broken or a bent tusk, a great body shining like a million suns, make us free from all obstacles, O oh God. Always remain with us in all actions. With one tooth, a great bod, a big belly, and an elephant's face, he is the God who destroys all obstacles to whom we are bowing down with devotion. Various flowers such as Malika and uh, others of excellence, and we decided Malika jasmine, uh, uh, jasmine flowers, and others of excellent scent that really smell nicely uh, are being offered to you, our Lord. All these flowers that come from the devotion of our hearts for your worship, be pleased to accept them with these scented flowers. Om, we bow to the Lord of wisdom, Lord of the multitudes. Om, gam, gam. Let's see if there are any questions about the worship of Ganesh. You have a question? 59 page. Page 59? I'm holding. There are five great kinds of sin, uh, and we can ascribe any number of definitions to which five we're talking about here. Uh, for our purposes, there are sins that uh, I commit with my body, sins I commit with my mind, sins I commit with my soul, sins com I commit in my family, and sins I commit outside my family with others. There are sins, a whole number of ways to define the five great kinds of sins. Those are six. Yes, and those are not sins, those are ripus. And ripu is a little bit different from pop. And the, 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 the word they used here was panchamaha pop. And so they're talking about pop, but you know what? We talk about pop, about sin, in terms of confusion. What keeps me from the, having the united mind of the worshipers or the guardians of the treasure? 
It's selfishness. And all the greatest sin is really selfishness. It's the confusion which binds me to my limited self. Either thinking about my body, my mind, myself, my, my attachments, me and mine, and all the selfishness that goes into my thought process is the sin which keeps me from thinking about God exclusively. The how you specifically mentioned five kind of sins. Well, we could say that five kinds of sins are things that I do to myself, my body, things I do in my mind, things I do to my soul, things I do to others, and things I do to those whom I love. Uh, the, these are five kinds of great sins. But there are many ways, I'm sure, if everybody send me your ideas. What are the five kinds of sin? I'm sure you're going to find, everybody's going to come up with a different list of the five. Uh, but think about it. What five things that you do keep you from being one with God? We define sin, pop as that which, the confusion which submerges me in selfishness, thinking about me instead of thinking about thee. So all the activities which inspire a home and mom, ego and attachment, are sins. They are the confusions, and they are the limitations which keep me bound from entering into that relationship with divinity that I wish to have, that I'm seeking to experience. So those are the five kinds of sins. Everybody, please, send me your list. We'll take the five best, and, and we'll put that on our, on our website. We'll say, those are the five sins. They are not specifically enumerated in Sanskrit literature. There are many items of Sanskrit literature that are, I mean, it could be the sins that I commit against Akshiti Aptej Morubo. They could be the, the, against the Panchmahabhutas, the five elements. They could be the sins that I commit with my five senses. They could be the sins that I commit with the five kinds of vital breath, panchpran. They could be the sin of taking a breath without the name of God. You think of it. All the five kinds of ways there are to be precluded from entering into union with God. <laughs> Send me the best and we'll put them all together and we'll publish the different lists. Yes, please. Swamiji, on page number 56, it says, uh, it should Gayatri Chandaha. So the Chandra yes. is for the Ganesh Madra or is for the whole Adhavasisha? It's the whole for the, uh, the it's for the whole Atharvasish. Now, remember the Gayatri is the morning Chanda. It's the morning rag. And none of this, only Tad Purushaya Dimake, Bhakvatundaya Dimake, Tannodhanti Prachodayat has 24 syllables. All the rest have different numbers of syllables, but when we say in Pratam Charitra of the Chandi that this is the, the Chanda of the first episode of the Chandi is Gayatri, it doesn't mean that the whole episode is written in 24 syllables of the verse. 
We know it's not. It's written in underscore. But the chanda of Gayatri is the chanda of Udoi. It's awakening. It's arising. It's be becoming. It's rising up to become a nude, a refreshed, uh, uh, empowered. And so the chanda of Ganesh is the chanda of Gayatri. Rise up. Become empowered. Renew your energy. Renew your commitment. Remove all obstacles. Give up the five kinds of sin and free yourself from the bondage to all these other limitations. So the five, uh, the, the, the Gayatri Chanda is the Chanda of the Ganesha Tarvashirsha. It's the chanda, the meter, the bhavana of Ganesha's worship. Rise up! Start over! Ganesha's at the beginning. He's at the door. When we start the door, when we open up the door, we bow to Ganesh first. No one gets by without bowing to wisdom. Wisdom, empower me, Lord of wisdom, Lord of the multitudes. Fill me with wisdom, remove all my difficulties, allow the door to open so I can enter into the mystery of what I don't know. Are there other questions, please? We have a question from Nanda in San Jose. Namaste, Nanda Ma. Why are there sometimes curses and or clauses with fear in some scriptures? For example, it said, do not reveal this to non-disciples or very bad things will happen. Uh, what we're trying to do is maintain some exclusivity. Nanda, this knowledge is not for everyone. Why cast your pearls before the swine? You know, come to the Devi Mandir and wear your pearls. Don't go to the farm and put, cast your pearls. You don't have to get all dolled up in order to go visit the, the, the pigs. Uh, you, you wear your jewelry, wear your ornaments when you want to show yourself in the highest light. So here they're saying, don't waste your breath trying to convert people who don't want to believe. That's not our function. We're not going to go pass out incense in the airports. We're not going to go out and chant Hare Krishna down Main Street. We're, we're, our job is different. We're not trying to convert the world. I'm trying to purify myself. So don't go out and debate idle philosophies with intellectuals. Stay home in a quiet, conducive, and comfortable environment. Sit down and look deeply into yourself and understand and in deeply into it the inner and meanings of the mantras. So don't give this to people who aren't disciples. Don't give this to people who don't want to learn. Don't, give, don't try to convert the uninitiated. Where there is interest, share. Where there is understanding and appreciation and respect, share. But don't go out and try to change the world. Our goal is to change myself. All of you, please, help me. Change me. And then we'll worry about you guys. Yes, please. We have a question from Srini in Bangalore. Namaste, Srini Baba. 
Several prayers or sankalpas require offerings to be made to Brahmins. What is the significance of this requirement? Oh, there it's many-fold. Now, uh, first of all, Brahman actually is a knower of divinity, like Srinivasan. Uh, a a twice-born knower of divinity, like Srinivasa. Uh, but if I sit down, all the Brahmins, and feed them, and give them gifts, and give them dakshina, and give them something very nice, and then I sing this, I get to remind them why they are Brahmins. <laughs> Just think of the benefit that I do to society by inspiring and empowering the teachers of society to actually live their teaching. I say to them, according to the scripture, I'm going to feed the Brahmins, I'm going to clothe them, I'll give them Dakshina, I'll give them Rudraksha, I'll give them uh, flowers, I'm going to feed them, and when they are comfortable, I'm going to sing the scripture to them. <laughs> because I get the privilege of reminding them whether they need it or not. I get to remind them, as well as remind myself, that they are the teachers, they are the examples, they are the, the, the walking examples of how this knowledge is to be communicated through the oral traditions. They are there to explain the scriptures, to demonstrate the scriptures. We go to the temples to meet the Brahmins, the holy Brahmins, not because they're such great pujaris, but because they live the life and walk the walk and talk the talk, and they know what we're doing there. And they, they are, they should be. If they don't, it's our fault. Why did I get a dumb teacher? I could only get a dumb teacher because I'm a dummy student. If I know what they should be teaching, and they're not teaching it, I won't feed them. <laughs> I will say to them, hey, you do your job. I will say to them, hey, don't you interrupt me while I'm doing my job. You do your job. That's my duty as a qualified student. I can't allow you, Mr. Brahman, who are throwing things at the altar and proclaiming your divinity because you are descendants of some holy family, and you're going to tell me that makes you qualified to be my teacher? No! You are qualified when you teach me through the example of your being. So I'm going to show you whether you need it or not, what is the exemplification of appropriate behavior? I'm going to sit you down and make puja to all the Brahmins and all the Srinivasans. And I'm going to sit, sit the, 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 the residence where Lakshmi always resides, the residence of the highest respect, Srinivas. Uh, the, the, the residents of the highest respect. I'm going to sit down those Brahmins who are the residents and repositories of all the holy qualities. They walk with Brahman, and therefore they are Brahmins. And I'm going to sing to them the meaning of the scripture, whether they need it or not. I do.
And that's what keeps our tradition alive. That's why it is Sanatan Dharma. It is the eternal ideal of perfection. Each one of us who is a member of the Sanatan Dharma has the obligation sit down all the holy people and recite this scripture and tell them why we are respecting them, why we are worshiping with them, why what we're giving to them, not because they of their lineage or their birth or their, the nobility of the birth or the quality of the clothes that they wear or the, the string they tie around their ear when they go to the bathroom. That is not what makes a Brahman. Shama, Dhamma, Tapas, Socham, Kshantir, Arjivam, Evacha, Gyanam, Vigyanam, Astityam, Karma, Brahma, these are the qualities that make them a Brahmin when they live the natural rhythm of behavior, of living in peace and generosity and giving, and doing tapasya constantly, socham, inner and outer purity, patience, forgiveness, the relentless pursuit of self-realization, Ganam, filled with wisdom, radiant with wisdom, Ganam, learning all the time and using their knowledge, Astikyam, the relentless pursuit of self-realization. This is the quality which is incumbent upon a Brahman. This is the definition of a Brahman. Someone who has these nine qualities. But it is hard to get. <laughs> But you are the Brahman. Yeah. Mr. Srinivasan, the residence of the highest respect, is a Brahman. The, uh, when we are trying to feed eight Brahman, maybe Srini can eat eight times. <laughs> That's a great idea. But I did something even better. We have Bish Brahman, and we have Parati Brahman, we have Adaitya Brahman, and Gautam Brahman, and, and Pratibha Brahman, and Shivani Brahman. I mean, you all Brahmins. But that's better than Srini can eat eight meals. <laughs> we have a question from Yasmina. Ah, Yasmina. Namaste. Namaste. Ganesh has so many qualities that are the same as Shiva. He even has the moon on his head. Is it because Ganesh is another expression of the one reality? How do we understand this? Yes. Jasmine, we're saying that Ganesh is the supreme divinity. He is the Shiva. He is the one with Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva. He is uh, beyond the three qualities. He is Gunatit. He is Satchit Ananda. He is the infinite beyond conception. He is Shiva. He's the son of Shiva too. He's also the Gananayak. He's the lord or the leader of all the gun of Shiva. So we're taking him all the way from a manifested elephant wandering out there in Sansar with the rest of us. And Ganesh he's a part of Shiva. But he's all the way from the manifested existence to the subtle body, to the causal body, to that which is beyond. He is Shiva. He's one with Shiva. 
We have a question from Divya in Gurgaon. Namaste Divya Ma! If all arises from Shiva Shakti, the Shiva and Shakti, when we pray to various, various deities, are we actually praying to one part of the whole? Is that so we can focus on different elements that make a whole? Yes, absolutely. It's called Abhaya Yoga. Where we start the meditation with the part and move to the next part and move to the next part and the next part until we can conceive the entire whole. It's a kind of dhyana where we move from the through the cosmic altar or you look at the deity and you see she's got 18 arms with 18 different astras and shastras in their various hands and we meditate on the form of each hand and how, that, uh, uh, how will that weapon in her hand help purify the devotee? How will that weapon help remove from me the bonds that keep me cemented to this world of transitory nature? It, for example, she's got the bow of determination. I make a sun cult. She's got the arrow of focus. I, I, I concentrate my attention. She's got the sword of wisdom. I cut down my ignorance. She's got the trishul of harmony. I, I unite all of the various branches, of all the learning of all the threes. I, she has the net of unity, the pasha, and she's got the, the gunta of continuous tone, the bell, which... And, I put all of these individually into one context, which is a collective vision of the one divinity, which holds all the various elements which take away the different kinds of distractions that I have. And that's how it works. If I meditate on Gornish, and then I meditate on my guru, and I meditate on the beloved of Shiva, Gauri. And I meditate upon Kali, who takes away the darkness. And Lakshmi, who gives me respect. Saraswati, who gives me knowledge. And then I meditate on Shiva, who is the consciousness of infinite goodness. In this way, step by step, I'm going to move from the individual to the whole. And when I contemplate the collective whole, I get to see all of Shiva. He's got five faces. I see each face individually. Sadyojata, Bamadeva, Agora, Tatpurusha, Isana. And then I see Shiva. The consciousness of infinite goodness. So I stop, I, I begin by naming the various attributes of the individual phenomena that I'm witnessing and end up moving into union with the whole, with the one Shiva. We have a question from Nanda. Namaste Nanda Ma! How do the Rishis come up with the names and forms of the deities? Why are they similar across deities and why do they sometimes repeat? Nanda, they, the rishis, how, I can't tell you their process, they, they, they realized 
them. That's what it says in scripture. They cognized it. They tuned into the Akashic record and they got, they took dictation from Ganesh. And Saraswati was telling Ganesh and Ganesh was writing it down and he told the various rishis. In this case, he told Ganak Rishi. Uh, uh, and he said, uh, 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 he wrote them all down. And uh, how did they cognize them? They listened intently. They, how did they cognize that Harim is the Bija of creation? That Om is the Bija of Brahman? That Aim is the Bija of wisdom? In the same way, they cognize the various names and the various qualities. And some of them, now remember all of these Shaktanamas and Sahasranamas, they were all written down in Anushtupchanda. So that they had a certain number of syllables that they had to get. They had to get 16 syllables to a line, 32 syllables to a verse. And so sometimes it was more practical mathematically to repeat the same name twice. Now why they did it, I can't tell you why they did it. Why they chose that name to repeat, I can't tell you why they did it, but they did. And we find it in many scriptures. We have a question from Sharanya in Walnut Creek. Namaste Sharanya Ma. What does verse 34, actually I think name 34 mean? We bow to he who is united with energy. Oh, it means that he's, a, he's totally united in energy. Uh, he, he has all the energy in, in, in himself. He is one with Shiva. He is the, the Shiva who is one with Shakti. Uh, Sharanya, this is what uh, we're, we're equating Ganesh with being one with Shiva. We have a question from Usha in Canada. Namaste, Usha Ma. Pranam. What does it mean, he who pierces the womb of fire? Uh, well, the, the fire is the light of meditation and fire is the light of purification. So he who pierces the womb of fire enters into the fire. The, the fire is also known as the Jatveda, the knower of all. He, he enters into unity with purity, with clarity, with meditation, with the knowledge of all. He is the illumination of the purity, the clarity, the meditation, and union with all knowledge. Yes, please. What's the significance of the, the meeting place of the syllables of speech? Oh, the, the syllables, when they unite, they make words. And he lets the, he's the glue that sticks them together. He, he lets them come together. They all meet in him. So if you say uh, 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 the word uh, uh, mata, he is ma and ta, where they unite. And ma means to measure. Ma is the divine mother. And ta is the manifestation. So the union between the manifestation and the measurement of the Divine Mother is where Ganesh is. He is in the union of every, all the syllables that make up words. Oh. Wherever you find two vibrations conjoining, there you'll find Ganesh. 
There he is with his Lombodara, his Hatimuk. He, he's sitting there in the union between all, all syllables, all vibrations, all words, in the midst of all meaning. Om Sam Sarasvati Namaha Namaste.